Um, but it is great to be here. And, and it's funny, you know, one of the things uh, that I, I just felt when, I don't know, when Ben and I sat there in November, it's like playing the year, was just trying to erect for us our own sort of monument of praise to God. Do you know what I mean? You know, we've sung the kind of a raise a hallelujah song. Do you know what I mean? And there's something about just praising God in the middle of things, that no matter what comes, that's where we anchor ourselves. And, uh, and really, that's going to be our theme this morning, is, do you know what I mean? It's just uh, the, the, the greatness and faithfulness of God. And uh, we're going to, in a moment, uh, we're going to go back into the Old Testament and we're going to look at a little story from ancient Israel and pull out a, a couple of parallels. Um, but as many of you will have heard, if you haven't heard, it is our 10th birthday. And so we're going to have a little bit of fun over the last 10 years. Okay. Uh, now, you've already seen the video. And for those who missed it, we will run it again, Evie. Don't you worry. It's worth, it's worth the second viewing. You make such a lovely appearance in it. And, uh, and, and you know, I'm sure others will put up with us having a little bit of fun 10 years on uh, at that expense. Um, but one of the other things I wanted to do was kind of, uh, I've been looking at a lot of these time hops that everyone's been doing on social media. And so I thought it would be fun for us to do a God Central time hop, but I wasn't going to do it with people. I did look at loads of photos and I could probably lose some very good 10-year friendships very quickly. It kind of impressed me. But I thought what we could do is, uh, is go back, if you want, uh, almost 10 years. Because actually we didn't meet till the Thursday. Okay, so we met on the first Thursday of 2010, um, and the reason I want to share some of this is that for those who come in, there's an importance of just understanding where things have come from. Do you know what I mean? We all know from God, for God, but there's some of the DNA that I just thought would be fun to share. And, uh, and we sat in, uh, in Lee and Caroline's front room, uh, and uh, in that room were obviously Lee and Caroline, were Ian and Chris were the Blunderfields, although in those days it was James Blunderfield and Holly Snook who had driven all the way down from Manchester to be with us for the evening, so she didn't miss the first one, uh, and another lady deep who finished quite, featured quite a lot in the, in the video earlier. Um, and uh, we obviously met, and then we had our, uh, sometime later in March, we got to do our first little public presentation to new frontiers around the region. And uh, I've had to cut quite a lot of the photos because they're just horrendous. <laughs> but I thought I'd just show you where, where we were 10 years ago. So, Lou, do you want to follow us up? We were green. <laughs> we were a bad shade of green as well. And uh, go, let's go back to the first one, Lou. Don't, don't fight. Hang on. <laughs> Technology has got worse in 10 years. <laughs> uh, but we were, we were a horrendous green. Um, and on the green we had black, we had, we had the world's longest website of like harlowchurchplant.whatever.whatever that you couldn't even type in and that maybe Google might have found. Um, but, but we had a lot of fun and the, and the original logo that was up there was designed by uh, Cambridge Church for us, Dan Goodman, who a lot of you will know, a good friend of mine. Um, and we had the same core of loving God, loving people and loving Harlow, which you would have seen, okay, they, that they came through on there. Okay, and when I stood up in Chelmsford, in King Edward Grammar School, we were at a regional meeting, I had to stand there and talk a bit about God Central. Uh, but it wasn't there, it was Harlow Church Park. So that was our original logo, okay, uh, is it going to work? So there's our loving God, nicely laid out, you know, lots of, lots of expense on the background graphics, I'm happy to know. And it does pixelate a bit, I couldn't get rid of that, that was apparently how we had it. So don't worry, that was ten years ago. Uh, this flicks with loving God, loving people, and then we should have loving Harlow. See, so that's been with us from the call. The next one's quite a good slide, I think. That was how we introduced ourselves. 
and uh, uh, it's fair to say Claire's aged well. I certainly have lost some hair, I can relate to Ian. Uh, definitely not looking like that, but that, that, was, that was where we came from. And then I, I picked some of the better photos. We, had a, we were asked to dis- describe Harlow a bit, and obviously we had loads of slides. But this one, who remembers that? Just hands up, you've been Harlow. The old tubes that used to exist on a swimming pool, which you guys don't even know, because the swimming pool's not even there anymore. Okay, but we used to have our own horrendous tubes kind of just up the road around the corner. Uh, let's try the next one, the old bandstand, okay, which uh, I, Ben and I and, and, and Lee, we've done a youth event in, uh, and I made a point of saying we've actually used that um, uh, for church, but that's the old pond out the front, no sorry as calf, no, yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to jump in the water anymore because it doesn't exist. Uh, next one, uh, the water guards had just opened. Okay, so it was the big rage in the town was that the fact that we had a, a rejuvenated water gardens, um, uh, and Nando's is still there. I think these houses, the water margin definitely didn't survive, but we did have a couple of good meetings there, um, and that was all good. Uh, next one. Now this one's interesting because here, this is the old ski slope, and again, if you were around in Harlow. Back when I grew up, we had a dry ski slope. We were the forefront of the UK, okay? And that ski slope is now probably Tony's backyard, because it's where Tony now lives, along with their flats. And interestingly, okay, and I've never spotted this till yesterday, this building here is this school, when it was in the adult education, okay? And I've never seen it. Never seen it, but we had that up 10 years ago. And as I sat there in my office, I was like, blow me, that, that's where we are now. <laughs> so all of this has been infilled with the estates and the housing development and everything there. It used to be a running track, it used to be a sports facility. All the whole leisure zone used to be there. A lot of you remember it. Okay, it's now uh, effectively Sainsbury's and Torquiston Way and all of that development. Um, next one. Uh, this, this one is significant. Okay? And... Actually, I'll ask, those of you who've been around Harlow for a long time, this was taken in the town park with a marquee. Why did we talk about this when we launched God's Central Church? Any thoughts? That close to 20 years ago, we had something called Event in a Tent. Yeah? Where the churches came together and hired a marquee up there on the town park and worshipped together as one. And uh, it was something that was birthed in us. And I remember standing in front of Chilton and saying, yeah, this is our heart for the town to see things on a global scale. Do you know what I mean? That the, the church would come together. And it's why the bandstand and that were there. And my heart still yearns, really, that, you know, could we do something larger with our brothers and sisters in the town? But they were just some of the snippets. I think that's the last one. Am I right? No, I'm not. I put together. This was, this was some of our, our early publicity. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, where do you go with some of that? We've already had the green. Again, I like the simplicity of it. Do you know what I mean? We're a new church. <laughs> please come and join us. Please, 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 please. And some of you did. Uh, uh, this one was interesting. And it was prayed about on Friday night, which is really significant. That we had a season in the first year where we just didn't have um, many men, and we didn't have many musicians. So we were praying for M&Ms, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And uh, we used to celebrate and have, have chocolates. And uh, that was a logo, and the reason this, that was actually me on the last youth weekend I led up at Braintree, King's Church Braintree, up at the top of uh, um, Peak District at the time. And the top right one, James will remember, was we did, we did a video <laughs> in our first year. 
and uh, some of you will have seen this over the years. We will get it out during the year at some point. But it was hilarious because unfortunately we weren't, we weren't necessarily the best film crew at the end of the and we had a bit of wind problems. And so there, there's a script. My eyes are looking down because there's a script on the floor here. <laughs> and there's James with a tripod in the middle of the water garden. So people are walking past and it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's just a memory. And that was, that was obviously uh, about June in 2010. Uh, with Claire still being pregnant with uh, Amelia at the time. So that goes right back to our first bit. And I think that is them, isn't it? Okay, so, uh, trip down memory lane, and we're going to keep nipping in and out of memory lane this morning. But my, po- my purpose is that a lot has changed. <laughs> you know, uh, a lot has changed. Uh, do you know what I mean? You know, there's been highs and there's been lows. There's been, there's been excitement and there's been sadness. There's, there's been moments of just dreams and fruition and trusting and leaning and seeing things come off. And there's been heartbreak. There's been discourse. There's been problems and, and mountains to overcome. Uh, for us as a church, and I would say for myself as an individual, and I would suggest for you as well in the last decade, that, you know, that these things are not uncommon. It's part of the world we live in. And yet, right through it all, as we've been saying all morning, it is about the faithfulness of God. That he hasn't changed. <laughs> the one steadfast thing in all of that time is our almighty God. It's his love and grace and mercy. Uh, the all-surpassing love of God, which just carries us. You know, whether, we're, whether we're elated or whether we're wobbling. <laughs> whether we're in a great place, whether we're in the rocks and in battles. He's faithful and there. You know, whether we're in top health or whether we're bunged up with cold like I am this morning, God is still faithful, he's still for us and yearning us on. And, uh, you know, that theme of gratitude is where we're going to dive into uh, ancient Israel's story. And where we're going to do is we're going to go to uh, 1 Samuel chapter 7. Okay? Um, Obviously, the book of Samuel is where uh, Israel is toing and froing, will be nice to them, do you mean, with their love of God and falling in and out of things. We're getting good leaders, we're getting good priests, and then we're having those who turn their back on God and go to the, the nations around. And uh, I just want to read for us the first 12 verses of 1 Samuel chapter 7, and then just share a couple, I've got three quick thoughts on it, um, and then we'll, be, then we'll be looking a little bit at God Central last year, and then we get to have cake and coffee. So that's, that's your timeline for you to get through, okay? But uh, 1 Samuel 7 starts with, it says... And the men of Kerith Jamin came up and took the ark of the Lord and brought it to the house of Abimadad on the hill. And they, they consecrated his son Eliezer to have charge of the ark of the Lord. From that day, the ark, of, the ark was lodged at Kerith Jerim. A long time passed, some 20 years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. So the Philistines had captured the ark, Israel had got it back, and it had gone um, under, up to Kerith Jerim. And Samuel, who's the Lord's prophet at that time, says to all the house of Israel, so the gathered tribes, if you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then pull away your foreign gods. And the Asherathoth, which is a, another very powerful god of, um, of Mesopotamia, uh, still worshipped very strongly in demonic circles in, in, in our day. Um, but that's what that one says for, from among you. And direct your heart to the Lord. Serve him only. And he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So the people of Israel put away the Baals and the Asherah, and they served the Lord only. Then Samuel said, Gather all Israel at Mizpah, 
and I will pray to the Lord for you. So they gathered at Mizpah, they drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fasted on that day and said there, we have sinned against the Lord. Samuel, on behalf of the Lord, judged the people of Israel at Mizpah. And then when the Philistines heard that the people of Israel had gathered at Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the people of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. And the people of Israel said to Samuel, Do not cease to cry out to the Lord our God for us, that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. So Samuel took a nursing lamb, offered it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. And Samuel cried out to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. As Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to attack Israel. But the Lord thundered with a mighty sound that day against the Philistines and threw them into confusion, and they were routed before Israel. The men of Israel went out from Mizpah and pursued the Philistines and struck them as far as below Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shem and called its name Ebenezer. For he said, Till now the Lord has helped us. Let's just pray. Father God, we thank you <laughs> that, that till now you have helped us. Lord, we celebrate this morning you are the true God. One God, three persons. We thank you for Jesus dying on, in a horrendous way that we can have eternal life. We thank you for the, the gift of your spirit. And we pray, Holy Spirit, would you quicken our hearts and our spirits now? Would we hear from you? Would our minds be transformed by you? By, would the things from you come and will always of man be gone father may we be, be built up and edified and may jesus be glorified we ask that in his beautiful name and everyone said amen, amen. okay great passage okay uh, and, and the backdrop as i said is we just got this this wandering this ebbing and flowing uh, of the people of god and you know i think if we look at ourselves firstly i'd like to say i think we probably all ebb and flow a bit as well do you know what I mean? That there are times where things go and our walk with the Almighty is close and there are times where maybe it's, it's tougher work. There are times where, you know, it's, it's a true delight to get to the house of God and there are other days where, do you know what, the pillow looks good, you know, got a bit of cough, bit of cold, I just, I'll have it out as well, you know, and, it, and we wrestle. Do you know what I mean? And uh, what we've got coming here is the end of a 20-year period where the people of God had not been honouring him had been drifting and worshipping other things. And as they return to God, you know, there comes a time where they're gathering. And as they're gathering, the enemy, the Philistines, hear that they're gathering for worship. And basically, I suppose, try to ambush them in many ways. That actually, they're, they're going to be worshipping. We don't know what's going on here. There's a gathering. There's something going on. We're going to attack and wipe out. And what happens is, the people of God <laughs> respond in a very different way. That they get themselves right with God, they come before him, he intervenes and gives them victory in a very unconventional way. Which is often how God works. <laughs> we expect God to do X, Y and Z, and God being God works in his ways. <laughs> you know? And you know, we can look at examples, you know, we all love the story of Jericho and stuff, but it's crazy. If you were living it and you're told by your commander, go walk around for seven times, uh, seven days, you know, you're just going to think, yeah, rightio. But that's how God worked, because it showed a dependence on him, not the skill set in us. You know, it lets us know that God is God and we are not. And then comes the verse 
verse 12, where there's Samuel's taking this stone and he's building it up and he's saying, you know, till now, <laughs> you know, God has been good to us. Or hitherto, the Lord has helped us. If we go into Old English, I've, I've been studying this a lot this week and I quite like the hitherto. I don't know why, I'm just liking it as a phrase. And, and why did the people need that? You know, they're just in the middle of victory. Why does he need to do that? And I would suggest, because Samuel, <laughs> inspired by God, remembers that actually we forget. We forget a lot. <laughs> you know, that, that tomorrow, Ben Clark will be forgetting quite a lot of possibly what God's provision for today is. Let alone yesterday. Let alone 2019, 2018, 2017, and you can work the years backwards. Do you know what I mean? You know, I think as a, as a people, we're very, very quick to forget. And hence, we need reminders. And so what God is doing via Samuel is he's setting a reminder. And it happens time and time again in, in, in the people of God. Where there are stones, there are monuments, there are things that remind us. And, and mankind has done it in other religions, other works and other cultures as well. There are things that remind of times. Okay? And what's going to happen is the people of God are going to stop when they see the Ebenezer stone. And they're going to think, it's name. <laughs> Till now. God has helped us. And that's great. But I was like, well, what was the main point? And actually, there's a whole point. Because it, the 20 years previous, Israel was on that field again. And 20 years previously, that's where they were defeated by the Philistines. Uh, if you read your scriptures, they'll tell you 20 years before, Hoplini and, and Phineas, the priests of the Lord, were killed upon that ground that a great rout was to happen, and that's where the Ark of the Lord was taken from. So, hence, that where that stone is, there is a place of remembering defeat, <laughs> remembering <laughs> the inadequacy, that, that being outside of God, that things went wrong at that very place. And also, there's a redemptive nature in there, that in the middle of a place where there was defeat, <laughs> there is now victory, raised up for all to see. That God has restored, redeemed, and brought to a place. In a place where once enemies gloated, <laughs> now stood a testament to the love and faithfulness of God. It really is a bit like we raise a hallelujah that we sung earlier. You know, there's, a, there's a restoration of a place and a point. And there's now a stone that talks about the goodness of God pointing ahead. And if we, if we take an illustration of that, you know, the things that remind us, well, obviously, in the middle of what seemed defeat comes victory, he's obviously pointing ahead to the cross. The, the, you know, at the moment where it seemed everything was gone, hope springs in the form of our Lord Jesus Christ. <coughs> but not just was the, where the place where the stone located important, it's timing is also key, as I kind of alluded to in the reading through, that, that the people... At the time, they were alarmed. You know, the, the, the Philistines were coming against them. Do you mean they weren't prepared for battle? They were prepared for worship. There was nothing about this. They weren't, you know, it wasn't going to be a, a, a military battle. But there was a battle in faith, in the spirit. That, that Actually, they didn't turn and pick up their swords. They asked Samuel, the priest, to pray to come before God. There was a whole transition that 20 years ago, it had been man against man. Now, it was God who was coming in. 
And God would give the victory in his way. And it's interesting that as the Philistines attack, they ask Samuel to pray. And as, as they keep coming, they ask him and he, you know, to cleanse them, to bring forth a lamb. And in the middle of, a, of, a, of an ensuing battle, a lamb is sacrificed by the priest of God. And God moves and brings victory. And obviously, again, it's thundering through history that, that our battle was won by the Lamb of God. That, that, that our, our, our very sinews, when we're pressed and pushed, isn't to react in the natural, but is to trust in our God and His power, to live in His ways. Because he was sacrificed once and for all. So Ebenezer, the stone, stood on the site of past failures to remind them that God was greater, that there was a future, there was a hope. That's pretty amazing. And also reminded them that when they worshipped God, when they put their hearts to him, that that's when victory happened. That literally, on a place where previous generations' blood was shed, that the blood of a lamb was shed, and for us, Jesus was shed for eternity. And then there comes a, a very quick interesting bit in the, the little phrase, the name of the stone. Because it is, you know, till now uh, the Lord has helped us. And it just struck me, reading some bits on this, that the word that's in the middle is the one that needs to be in the middle. The word that's central, to coin a phrase... God needs to be central. <laughs> you know? But, you know, it's not about anything else. It's about God has helped us. Hitherto the Lord has provided. You know, it's in him we live and have our being. That, uh, that, that everything anchors in God. And uh, a 19th century preacher, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, did a massive commentary on this passage. And this is what he said about the fact that, that having the word Lord in it. He said this, he said, so that while we glorify God, we are not to deny or discard human agency. We must fight because God fights for us. We must strike, but there's power to strike and the result of the striking all come from him. You see, the Israelites did not say, hitherto our sword has helped us. Neither did they say, hitherto Samuel has encouraged us. No, no. They said, hitherto, the Lord has helped us. Now, you must admit that everything truly great must be of the Lord. You cannot suppose a thing so great as the conversion of sinners, the revival of a church, can ever be man's work. No, no, no. It is the Lord. <laughs> and I, I, I big, a big amen to Spurgeon. Do you know what I mean? It's just so clear. Do you know what I mean? It's not, oh, you know, will we then encourage us? It's not, oh, Dan sorted the coffee. You know, it's, it's not, oh, not did the car. No, it's the Lord has led us. He's worked through other things, and he, he will continue to work through people because that's how our God works. Yeah? But it's about him. It's all for him. And Spurgeon goes on, okay? And, and, uh, and this is what he then says this. He says, Spurgeon goes on, he says, we read it once with a stress upon the central word, the Lord. Now, ought we not to read it looking backward? The word hitherto, or till now, seems to me like a hand pointing in a direction. Look back, look back, look back, look back 20 years, maybe 30, 
maybe 40, 50, 60, 70 or 80, hitherto says to each of you, through poverty, through wealth, through sickness, through health, at home, abroad, on the land, on the sea, in honour, in dishonour, in perplexity, in joy, in trial, in triumph, in prayer, in temptation, hitherto, put the whole together. I sometimes like to look down a long avenue of trees. It's a very delightful gaze for me to look to the end of a long vista and to see leafy temple with its branch, with the, arch, arch, with the branches making a pillar and an arch of leaves. Cannot you look down the long aisles of your years? Look at the green boughs of mercy overhead and the strong pillars of loving kindness and faithfulness which bears your joys. Are there birds in the branches singing for you? Surely there must be many. And the bright sunshine and the blue sky that are yonder. If you turn in the far distance, you will see heaven's brightness and a throne of gold saying, hitherto, hitherto. I thought it was really powerful. Just... Jimmy, you know, that God is central and hitherto. Till now, he's been faithful. As we look down the avenue of your life, of our lives, and of the church, it is about God working for the glory of his name and the furtherance of his kingdom. And yeah, there's stuff that, that, is a, that will perplex us. There's stuff that I haven't got answers to, and I bet there's bits in your life that you haven't got answers to. But hitherto, the Lord has been faithful that we choose to trust in him. And for God central, we must choose to be grateful for him. Now I said earlier, there's been highs, there's been lows, but we must be faithful, you know, because he has helped us and has led us. And if we look back to just 12 months, so no embarrassing photos, just 12 months, very briefly, having bounced a few messages to some of you about bits that in God central... Yeah, what, what did we do? Well, at the start of 2019, we ran uh, the God Central, we borrowed the Foundations course um, from uh, Winchester Church, John Groves, and was amazed as God just spoke to us about, about being part of, of, a, of a fresh body of people. Yeah, we anchored that in our values. And, you know, they, that was huge for us as we all came onto common platform and rejoiced in God. Uh, and that's what the couple of weeks' time are about, you know, that God knit us together and took us on. You know, what else happened? Well, we started the monthly celebration, prayer and fast days. Uh, and I have to be honest, I've been blown away by just people texting, I can't do it today then, but I will be fast. And I'm like, I don't ask. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's not like I registered. You said, no, this is you and God. But I love being on mission with people where, where we live according to his name and renown, where we take God sensibly. And I love the Friday nights coming together at the end to pray and fast. For me, they are just the most important time for me in a month. You know, we moved to this school. <laughs> you know, March last year. You know, it's crazy. We haven't been here 12 months. I think we're at about nine and a half, ten. Do you know what I mean? And let's be honest, why did we move here? Because we were looking at next door. and God spoke to us and it's important that we recognise that you know that the plans of God work differently to the plans of man do you mean you know that God orchestrates in a different way that we came here you know and why we come here more space for under 11s going out there more time 
so we can do things things like picnic lunches were started which we're going to do today where you know just bring and sit and build relationships because they're key and as we continue to grow it's harder to get to know everyone do you know what I mean so investing time not just turning up late and going early do you know what I mean although life does have its pressures but please invest time in building people you know God smiled on us in loads of different ages you know uh, they're out at the moment but the under 16's got off to New Day do you know what I mean? You know, a load of us served at the event as well. Great time. You know, under 11s, they got off to their camp for a Saturday down in Upminster, solid camp. Again, had a great time. You know, both of those areas, you know, God's favour has just poured out upon. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's been, it's been a blessing. You know, if you look back, you know, 2010, we didn't have children. <laughs> now we have lots of them. <laughs> We did have hair, now we don't. I'll let you join the dots up, okay? But I'm just stating what the photos say, you know? It's been different for us. Do you know what I mean? And God's been working. You know, last year in May, for the first time in our, in our history, we managed to get down to the Jubilee International Day. And for those who were there, what an absolute party. Do you know what I mean? You know, of celebrating more nations than I think I knew existed, although I did know exist, to me of watching flags. And just realising that, that we're part of a global body. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and quite enjoying, the, not me personally, but the face painting, donkey rides and food after. <laughs> to, to quote a caveat there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just a, a day of celebration with God's people. And uh, I think it's the 17th of May this year. You know, we had the privilege of seeing uh, people come to faith last year and being baptised. You know, seeing spiritual birth. We had the privilege of seeing natural birth amongst us as well. Do you know I mean? In the God Central family. You know, just really things to be encouraged for. You know, we changed uh, leadership structures quite a bit. Uh, ben and myself were made official elders back at Easter last year. Do you know I mean? You know, there's been a whole change of kind of community leaders. You know, there was loads going on there. You know, oh, I can't forget to mention, you know, just the blessings of God financially over the 10 years. Jimmy, it's amazing. You know, there's times where I've sat with trustees, you know, Ian, Lou, Ben, Marcus, others. You know, and we've, we've been like, look, we haven't really got faith for this. God, give us faith. You know, the budget doesn't stretch that far, but we're feeling a, a nudge. And God's, God's more than honoured us. And so financially, we're so grateful. You know, numerically, we've picked up. Uh, and, and God's been faithful to us. You know, we've been able to serve in many wider contexts. You know, we've got school assemblies that people do. We've got, you know, uh, youth and children's work that people get linked with. You know, I mentioned we've got new... In fact, if you, I'm going to embarrass him publicly, uh, John made it to the New Day 2019 official review video. Okay? <laughs> if you, we will get Bill to find the video for another morning. Uh, but John is there. You know, and again, it's just, you know, it's just joy to serve the wider body. Because it's not just about here. It's about the fame of our God and his name amongst the nations. Do you know what I mean? You know, and, and all of that, and I, I won't go on, but you know, we had time and time again, you know, life groups meeting, we had prayers being answered, jobs coming, lives changing, and all of that is just us piling our stones up. You know, it's, it's the God central Ebenezer of, of, you know, till now, God has been good to us. And the key thing, and I loved the prayers earlier, were just that God's not here for us yet. Do you know what I mean? You know, I want to echo with what Jenna, Jenna said, you know, that we're ready. You know, that's our call, is to get ready for the things of God and to be available to him. Because he's got much more to do for us. 
Do you know what I mean? You know, and yet yeah, we may not have a video of last year, but if you're something, if you're sort of media creative way inclined, we'd love to get that stuff going again, actually, because Lisa brought a massive amount to the team in the early days. But we're trusting in God, and I want to come into land with Spurgeon again, because he lands this passage brilliantly, looking forward. And I've actually got this one uh, typed up, but let me read it. Uh, and we'll get this out. But Spurgeon says, you know, the text can be read in a third way, looking forward. And uh, I'm going to read him slowly here. For when a man gets up to a certain mark and writes hitherto, he looks back upon much that is past. But hitherto is not the end. There is yet a distance to be traversed. More trials. Thanks, Spurgeon. More joys. <laughs> More temptations. More triumphs, more prayer, more answers, more toils, more strength, more fights, more victories, more slanders, more comforts, more deep waters, more high mountains, more troops of devils, more hosts of angels yet. Then comes sickness, old age, disease, death. Is it over now? No, no, no. We will raise one stone more when we get into the river. We will shout Ebenezer there. Hitherto the Lord has helped us, for there is more to come. An awakening in his likeness, climbing of starry spheres, harps, songs, palms, white rapier, the face of Jesus, the society of saints, the glory of God, the fullness of eternity, the infinity of bliss. Yes, as sure as God has helped us, Far as today, he will help us to the close. I will never leave thee. I will never forsake thee. I have been with thee and I will be with thee to the end. Courage, brethren, then. And as we pile the stones, saying, Hitherto the Lord has helped us, let us gird up the loins of our mind and be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be revealed in us. For as it has been, so it shall be. World without end. Amen. Amen. What a right. Well, what a spirit of God. And, uh, you know, the gospel of Jesus is that it's good news for you and I and everyone. And if you're doubting, if you're unsure, please talk to us. You know, that God is a good God. He's not just a slot machine that gives us what we want. He, he will bring us through things for the glory of Jesus. That the gift of eternal life is free for us and we are able to walk through this life for the glory of God. We can press in and say, God, I trust you. My hope is in you. My hope is in you. My hope is in you, oh God. This does not make sense, but my hope is in you. I don't understand that, but I'm trusting you. God, this is great. I'm thankful. I'm good to you. Because if you're like me, sometimes we forget the good bits. <laughs> Those of you laughing, I love that. I don't feel so bad. <laughs> God, I'm in this for you. All this stuff that I have, all this that you've given me, God, help me to use it well. Help me to, to earn well. Help me to save well. Help me to repair well. Help me to invest in your kingdom well. Because it's all for you. You know, and the cross just stands afresh for us and reminds us of the goodness of God. Reminds us of the eternity that is ours. Forever saying to us, yeah, you don't deserve it, but it's free for you free for you and so as we come into land you know, so, you know, wherever you're at with hopes and dreams if, they're, if, they're, if you're on the mountain top or they're in tatters if life's on the rocks top, or life's looking great 
whatever. It's about the faithfulness of God. And in the middle, if we are in times of trouble, we can raise up a hallelujah. We can raise our stone. Because in the place where we're defeated, our God will resurrect us. Amen. <laughs> you know, that there is no keeping us down when we get our eyes on God and move in Him. And if we're on the mountaintop, then we're going to shout loud and proclaim His goodness for all to see that everyone catches us. That, that, it, that our weapon, the way we go forward is in worship and in prayer, is getting our lives sorted on the inside so that we can declare him to the right of world. That we don't, we don't come at things with the skills that we've got, because our videos haven't improved and we probably haven't got many. We come in the name and the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that it is God central, God first, who, who has birthed us and will lead us home. That hitherto he will be good for us will always be good for us. And what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to sing uh, the song Blessed Be Your Name in a minute. Uh, and you, you, love, you know the lyrics, which is good. And we're going to go to a video of it. Um, just as you heard, Ben's voice is gone. And please be praying for us to musicians. I mean, we were there on Friday night, but we're really trusting God uh, for change in, in that area. But we're going to sing the song Blessed Be Your Name. And we want to sing it with, with just the contrast. It's between you and God. Because we're all going to enter it in different places. But regardless where we enter it, his name is to be glorified. Is that right? Yeah? yeah? We did get an amen to that one. We're getting there now. We're going to get noisier this year, I think, in amens as well. Okay? We're going to do it. But that's where we're going to sing it from. And to help us, uh, what we're going to look at is I've got some post-it notes. And we're going to ask, just in 2019, just write down the goodness of God. Start, we always start with thanks. That's got, we've got to cultivate that in our heart. So just one or two things we're thankful for. And if you are in battling stuff, stick it on there and then we'll bring it up. And we'll just put a post-it note in the, in the offering basket. And we're going to take communion, which is our Ebenezer Stone. You get where this is all going, yeah? It's not rocket science. In other words, we come before to remember Jesus as he told us to. That his blood was shed, his body was broken for the forgiveness of our sins eternally. So, so by letting go, we're saying, thank you, God. Thank you, God. God, I give you this, and I'm remembering you. I'm standing in who you are. And so you know, our, our remembrance is you know, his body <laughs> broken, his blood shed. I've got uh, up here, we remember you know, the empty cross. We remember so the empty grave, that death has been defeated, and it is finished. That's what we're bringing as we come to celebrate. And... Uh, I would love you know, to sing that through and then we'd we'll, we'll love to do some prayer for those who want prayer. You know, if it's in the middle of things, we're going to try this side over by Phil and Gillian this year because this speaker's gone wrong and so is the, that. So we're just trying something new. So just come over there. And we also want to pray for healing. Jimmy, I'm just aware, even in our early morning prayer meeting, just there's a lot of ill health around. And, uh, you know, James 5 tells us, doesn't it, you know, we come in faith, <laughs> you know, that we expect God to heal us. So we're going to stand on the firmness of God. Yeah, is that good? Yes. Yeah. So I just want to pray and then uh, we'll get some post-it notes and we'll run the song a couple of times and we'll enjoy God. But Father God, I pray, what was of you, Father, would it find root and grow and be glorified? What was of me or others of us, God? Let it be God. <laughs> Lord, our lives are short enough. We want to focus on making much of you, of being the men and women you called us to be, God. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for laughter, for companionship. Father, we thank you that we are more together than apart. Lord, and hear our praises. Lord, hear our thankful hearts this morning because we're so grateful that you are our God 
and that you are for us. So come and fill us afresh by your spirit. Help us to feast at your table. And we give you our past, our present and our future. Well into your hands. Yeah. Be with us, Lord, we ask. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Okay. So if you want to stand and clear your lungs, because we're going to try and outdo uh, Matt Ridman and whatever noise he's at. Um, there should be pens out because my eldest daughter was, was tasked with putting pens out earlier. Um, and uh, Holly and Diana, could you do us a favour? Could you just chuck everyone a post-it note? And again, we'll just worship, but just in your own time, if you're comfortable, Jimmy, if you just want to process time with God, then that's, that's your prerogative. But we just thought there'd be something good about uh, doing something practically this morning, as well as just other bits. So we've got a basket which we'll have to put on a chair, post-it notes, and then communion. If you want to come up a couple of times with friends, family, that'd be lovely. But let's just feast.